Hello and welcome back. I'm Jojo Fraser and it's time for a Mojo Injection, episode 62. Thank you so much for being here again. I'm recording this from Ely. I am looking at the beach and the golf course right now and feeling really thankful for an amazing time with my family. Um, there are, are 14 of us away together for the first time ever. So that's six kids and eight adults. And it's just been a really special time. Today is the 18th of August, which means my book is a year old today. And I am feeling quite emotional. The book launch was just one of the best days of my life. Um, And the fact that people were saying how conversations around their mind have become easier because of it. And that the book uh, will say the words that they're trying to say and they're struggling to say it. Um, I'm just blown away by all the reviews I've had. And of course, I can be quite critical on myself. And that's what the book's all about. We can all be quite critical on ourselves. And um, although I'm really proud of the book, sometimes I look at chapters and little bits and think, oh, I would have changed that, I would have changed that. But that's just human nature. You, You always, you know, author said that to me before I launched the book you're always going to improve, you're always going to grow, so you'll think of things that you would do differently, but then you you have to take a step back and focus on all, all the positive things. So if you've been working on a project or a book or a blog or just some anything, um, it can be very easy um, to be hard on ourselves with everything in life, and not just projects, but relationships and, and things that we have going on. So Today what I wanted to do is just a little bit of a mojo injection, mash up a little bit of a motivational chat for you um, to celebrate the week, the book being a year old and it's also been on Audible for a couple of months now. Um, If you're not a book person and you just want to listen to it on the go, um, you can tune into it there. But yeah, I just want to offer you some kind of insight today um, to try and help with a mojo this week or whenever you tune into this. I don't know what you're doing, um, where you are, but... I really care about this stuff so whatever sort of frame of mind you're in now or how you're feeling or where you are be it a beautiful beach or on the commute to a job that you're really struggling with or you've had a really tough time um, with your relationships or you're, you're really missing someone whatever frame of mind you're in I just hope this will give you a bit of a mojo boost mojo hookup maybe some natural oxytocin in there too Mm, much love thanks so much for being back and as usual there'll be a lots more interviews coming over the next well forever i don't want to stop um but yeah you've got some more exciting things coming up too lots of love So hello and thank you for being with me. It's a very special day for me today. The book's a year old and I thought, what do I want to do on the podcast this week? Do I want to just sing for half an hour? I sing. Um, Do I want to sing A Million Dreams like 10 times over? Because it reminds me of my book launch and how much it meant to me. Do I want to just open a bottle of champagne and and sit drinking it? No, I'm shattered. Uh, It's been a busy weekend. It's been an incredible weekend. I'm feeling really thankful. Um, I had time to reflect because I was by the sea. I have on my vision board a sea view house because it's just so good for my soul. I think being by the sea, I don't know what your thing is. Maybe it's a green park. It could be the sea, could be beach, could be your gym it it could be anything but um for me 
oh, just hearing the sea. I think even more so now that I'm into wild swimming because I know obviously that all the research is there that is great for our mindset, but just being around nature is so good for us. It really helps to shrink the ego. And I think when I'm not living being driven by my ego, I'm a much happier person. And I've had a lot of time to spend with my family and reflecting. And I'm really thankful to my mum and dad. My brothers and I were talking about this. It's the first time the 14 of our family have been together. So we were right on the beach. We were just all about the music. The guitars were out. We were singing. We were making fires on the beach. We were swimming. It was all just really, really good stuff. But most importantly, we were together. And yes, it was chaotic. There were six kids there um, of varying ages with varying needs and wants and desires um, and lack of sleep and FOMO. <laughs> so I'm not saying it was like a blissful mojo state the whole time, but I am very big on finding the magic in the mayhem. Um, and there were tears because we were sad to be leaving each other. But one of the chats my brothers and I had was we were just so thankful to mum and dad for raising us in a way that we never felt, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, but we never felt like we lacked. Um, the holidays we had, they weren't super glam. Mum always jokes, where's your extravagant taste from? But I was happy being in a hotel that wasn't that fancy. It was all about the people. Um, the swimming pool it wasn't that fancy but I absolutely loved it and it was an outside pool um, it was all about the fun the people the friendships and mum and dad always drilled into us that the most important thing is what's inside not on the outside um, so all these little subtle things a reminder that sometimes their ego and I spoke about this at Fringe by the Sea can act a bit like a poison when it takes over and I've been reflecting on the times that for me I've had too much of the dopamine in my life. I'm hooked on dopamine. Perhaps I'm achieving well at work or I just anything. You can think of things yourself. Perhaps think of a time when you've been hooked on dopamine, right? So oh, I actually cringe at this. So I was interviewed in a podcast this week and I was asked what I feel about the crush it, crush it kind of um, business mentality. And I've come full circle on this because I put a post on Instagram December 2017, knowing that 2018 was going to be a huge year. I would launch a podcast, a book. I would really crush it. And I put a post because I woke up in the night and I was really excited. And I had like this red satin uh, lingerie nightwear on. And I was like, I'm going to slay like Santa. I was really excited about the year ahead, but I actually posted it on Instagram. Picture me with like my notepad in the night doing work. And I'm thinking, if you're a new mom or you're just shattered, you're probably thinking, what an absolute dick. Like instant unfollow. And I think for me, I just get really excited. I get lost in the moment. So I put things you know, saying, yeah, I'm really going to go for it. I want to do it. Follow your dreams and all that, which is great. It's good to have goals. But ah, looking back, I'm just like, I can't believe I posted that. And I shared that on the podcast. I was very open and honest. And I was saying to the lovely Donald who interviewed me, we've been friends for years and he's launching a podcast in Northern Ireland. I was saying to him, I was just so focused on the dopamine and all I was going to achieve and la la la, that by the end of the year I was exhausted like yeah it'd been a great year last year and I was delighted but 
I was so tired. My head was so busy with work. I was so hooked on those dopamine hits that I was like, I need to do a mindfulness course right now. And I booked in with a mindful enterprise in January. And the first eight weeks of this year were just really slowing down. And that's when the downloads come. Not the downloads on your screen. It's when we put the screen away and we connect. That's when we realise who we really are, what we really want, what's important to us, what we need to change. And it was just a phenomenal way to start the year. Um, and it brought a lot of stuff up for me. Um, it brought a lot of stuff up. And I know a lot of people find it hard to go back to their childhood or they find it hard to give themselves love. And I am so thankful. You know, I didn't have the perfect childhood. Who has? But I'm thankful. And this weekend was really focused on the things that my parents have got really right and what they have, the love that they showed to us as much as they could and the grounding and the teachings. And uh, yeah, my, my brothers and I were really thankful for that. And it got us thinking because, you know, therapists, when they're in training, right, they're told, right, when you get someone in in therapy, you need to ask about their childhood. You need to see where things come from. And uh, Obviously, a lot of us carry things. Perhaps we want to forget things. We don't. We perhaps blame ourselves. If you want to see a powerful clip, actually, of me in action at Fringe by the Sea, if you go on my YouTube and just Google Jojo Fraser, um, it will come up. I put it live today, 18th of August. And it's me um, encouraging people who blame themselves that it's not their fault. It's just a one minute clip. But if you can tune into that, if you need to hear that, if you are carrying something from childhood that's happened or a comment someone said to you or some you were let down by someone, maybe not in childhood, maybe when you're a teenager, I don't know how old you are, maybe when you're in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever. And it's time to let go of that and it's time to set yourself free from that. I want to challenge you, perhaps what you could still be carrying, because that was the great thing about mindfulness for me. It allowed me to let go of some of the things that I've been carrying and some of the beliefs I've been carrying. And I do touch on this in the book, like one of those beliefs, chapter seven, um, about thinking that there was this prince that was going to rescue me and that I needed a man to be totally complete. And I think... A lot of people can relate to that. You know, we do put people on pedestals, but we need to do the work on ourselves first. And um, I think it's really important that we just go easy on ourselves because there's triggers all the time. Like I watch people as part of my job. I've always been really inquisitive, but I watch people, I watch comments and every day there's hundreds of triggers that could really push us away from that kind of, I call it the mojo, the happy state when we're out of our mind, we're out of our ego, we're not too noisy in our head and we're in that kind of happy present space. So when we were away this weekend, I was practicing it when I felt like someone said something that was annoying me um, or I felt like judgmental comments, I would just try and take myself out of that noisy head focus on the beach, focus on my breathing, focus on all the things I had to be thankful for rather than letting the noise build and the noise grow. Because when people get stressed in the heat of the moment, we can see things. Uh, an example was I bumped the car the other day, just a little bump at the front and um, Hubs was raging. He was a bit like, oh, why'd you do that? And then I was like, well, you totally crashed my mini the other month and I didn't give you a hard time. And la, 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 la. And that's just one example of many poor hubs. He's just an easy example to use because he's one of the closest people to me. But, you know, 
It's very easy. We can all be triggers. We can all pull. We can all judge. We can all nitpick. We can all be mood hoovers. And it really got me thinking about how I react because I do want to be like this kind of um, wellness, uh, mojo, positive queen all the time. Like when I'm just letting things wash over me, I'm not judging, I'm taking negativity detox, I'm totally spreading love, I'm connecting with kindness, not killing with kindness, I'm doing all this nice stuff. But then I'll catch myself and I'll catch myself needing to be right or I'll catch myself and I'll catch my ego flaming up and I'll catch myself needing to prove my, prove that actually I was in the right, in my opinion. And it's really, really hard, but I know it feels lighter when we just kind of let some things wash over us and we focus on enjoying life, we focus on being still, we focus on being in nature, which grounds us and helps us to shrink our ego. So it was really funny um, doing that podcast the other day and thinking about me um December 2017, planning for my year and being like, yeah, 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 go for this. And yeah, it really did get me thinking because... Donald, who interviewed me, when the first day he met me, he was saying that he remembers me walking along um, the street just singing. And he was with his mum and dad settling into uni at the time. And they were all like, who is that absolute nutter? Because in the UK, especially people, if they're too happy, we're like, what are they after? What do they want? And I'll be honest with you here. One of my biggest fears, right, is that people think I'm after something. I think this most days I'm like, oh, they're going to think I'm after something. Like, I'm really big on making introductions so I've got people speaking gigs over the years I've introduced people I've got people work because if I if I think people are great I always say the only competition is you so let's collaborate let's share let's build each other up and part of me would be like oh they're gonna think I'm a brown noser or they're gonna think I'm after something when I just love people and I was always taught you know UK culture and values it would kind of be saying oh well don't trust people too easily but I always trusted people too easily and I would go in and I do what I can to help people and then I'm like, oh, people aren't going to trust me. And I shared a story at Fringe by the Sea um, of someone who didn't trust me because I was so positive. He thought I was after something. And I also have heard guys in the past say, oh, she totally fancies me. But no, someone had said to one of them, no, she's like this with everyone. She's just very friendly. Um, so people could take things the wrong way. Guys could think you're in love with them or... Um, People in a business context may think that you are trying to get something because you're trying to help. But actually, it's just nice to be nice. Like being nice makes me feel good. But I've walked around with this fear because of comments and triggers people have said that I'm after something, that I have to be after something. And actually, what makes me happy is helping people. Like I really get a kick out of that. Um, so that's just one example to try and help you think of perhaps something that stopped you. I want to encourage you to think about what makes you weird, right? And I want to encourage you to think about um, perhaps your weirdness is like your superpower, right? So my weirdness when I grew up was that I was really positive. Whereas now that's turned into my superpower because that helps other people through my content. I can be as positive as I can, as much as I can. Um, and I do make mistakes, but that can help other people and build them up. So what can you do in your job or in your role as a wife or a husband or a daughter, son, mom, dad, whatever it is, a friend, what can you do? What's your weirdness, your superpower that can help other people? And is there something stopping you from being really authentic to who you are? Is it perhaps a fear of being judged as a a fear of being misunderstood because when we feel misunderstood and we feel judged that is so bad for our mojo it's so bad for our mindset because we feel isolated we feel lonely and we feel unheard 
So I want to challenge you about that. Um, I'm going to read a little bit from my book, actually, um, just to remind you. Um, do you know what I love? I love the fact that people have reread this book. Like some of my readers have said they dip in and out of it for a hug. I love that. Um, I want to speak about acceptance. If you are carrying a little bit of guilt around now and you maybe don't even need to have that guilt. Um, acceptance, this is page 29, acceptance is a very special part of the kit to get you back living large, light life. Accepting that sometimes bad things happen. Accepting that life can be a bitch. Accepting that there are some things we can change and some we can't. Acceptance of yourself that this is where you are just now, but it's not where you're going to be forever. So it's okay to accept it for the moment. So often when life gets a bit too heavy, we put on a front, we act like everything is fine. We put, we fight these feelings and hide our pain, even when it really is okay not to be okay. Next one, Jesse J. When we experience grief or trauma, we need to accept it. We need to cry and feel the pain. That pain may never go, but it will feel lighter. You will learn to smile and laugh again. The same with stress. As for the daily stresses of life, those little things that build, people can promise us the world and let us down. People can say nasty things. Things out of our control may not always go to plan. Accept it. No one experience we have on this earth is a be all and end all to life. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast right now. So even if you're struggling with acceptance, even if someone or something has really got under your skin, you can find a way back. Sometimes we need reminded that it's possible to do amazing things when we feel sad or angry. It can be hard to truly accept things and not overanalyze or keep asking why or thinking of things you could have done differently. Give yourself a bit of a break. Ignore the thoughts that whisper, I wish I didn't feel like this. Or you're such a dick. And listen to this. This is how I feel. It doesn't make me a bad person. Accept those thoughts, let them in, feel them, and then see if you can move past them. Quiet in that sweet, sweet mind of yours. That rascal of a mind. Now, let's talk about accepting other people. Accept other people. If someone shows you who they are, accept it. Accept people as they are and don't expect anything different. Accept the good and the bad. Accept it. All of it. Don't waste your energy trying to change someone or trying to please them. So much energy I wasted trying to please other people, trying to tone it down, trying to not be too positive because I didn't want to offend anyone. When now I know that that was my thing. That was the thing I needed to use to help other people. And the people didn't like it and they thought I was a geek and they thought I was after something. They could just piss off. People will only change if they really want to. Some parents tell me that they struggle to accept that their babies grow up, and I get that. Saying yes to goodbye can be hard. I've just sent my other little boy to school, I get it. Parenting is so hard, but it's magical. And when my kids started school, I was overcome with emotion. They were ready to enter a new era. They were excited and they didn't need me. You feel that pang of pain, you feel the lump in your throat. But sometimes you just have to let those thoughts breed just it's, you just have to let those thoughts breed but accept them okay accept them don't let sorry I, re, I read that bit wrong I said I would feel the lump in my throat I could have let those thoughts breed but I accepted them and let them in so whatever you may be struggling guys to accept right now I just want to remind you that life happens acceptance is a daily battle and in my book I speak about Adele you know she was crushed right and she went on to create this magical piece of music, right? So she used her talents, right? Her thing was her voice and her positivity. 
what is your thing? She makes this song because, you know, uh, she makes this song. Never mind, I find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you. What could be your thing? Can you make your own kind of music? Maybe you can't sing. Maybe you hate singing. Maybe you don't listen to music much. It's certainly massive for me. It's like a natural healing thing for me. Um, what can you use as your thing? What can help you? What can heal you? Um, what can you give to others? What can you give to help other people? Um, what is your thing? Do you know what your thing is? You may know what your thing is and you're scared. You're letting fear hold you back from doing it because of being judged. Maybe you're still trying to figure that out. Well, then you need a bit more time. You need to get into your oxytocin system. You need to get into that soothing regulating system that the brain needs to access. Turn the, down the dials on the, um, the adrenaline. Turn down the dials on the cortisol. Turn down the dials on the dopamine and get some oxytocin in your life. Now I'm going to be putting some more content out about this and oh my goodness I am so pleased to have a bit more time. Uh, that is a great thing when you get kids in school you have more time to create content. I'm so pleased to be bringing you a lot more content soon guys. I'm very excited but yeah I just want to thank you guys for all the support. It's been the most incredible year. I'm so happy. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful um, and I promise you I am working very hard right now to get the next book out and to make it even better than the first one and to grow this podcast to um, really be able to bring incredible guests to you to bring incredible content that's going to help you I want it to be like free therapy for people that don't want to go to therapy but need something this is a place for you that we can have a bit of fun not take yourself too seriously but really cover the deep issues um, and that's what I'll always do so all my love to you guys. Thank you for listening. And what song shall we sing? Hmm. Any requests? Mwah. Gonna do a million dreams, but I'm gonna do Adele. Seen I read that part and spoke about it. This is to anyone who wants to create a bit of magic. I heard that you'll settle down. That you found a girl and you're married now I heard that your dreams came true guess she gave you things I didn't give to you it's not your fault Adele oh friend why are you so shy ain't like you to hold back Oh, I hide from the light I hate to turn up out of the blue uninvited But I couldn't stay away, I couldn't fight it I hope you see my face and that you be reminded that for me It isn't over Might I find someone like you I wish nothing but the best Sometimes it hurts instead. Yeah. 
Oh, Adele, you beautiful soul. It does hurt, but it wasn't your fault, okay? It's not you. You'd know how the time flies only. Yesterday was the time of our lives. We were born and raised in a summer haze bound by the surprise of our glory days. I hate to turn up out of the blue, uninvited, but I couldn't stay away, I couldn't fight it. I hope to see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me, it is over. What's not over for you guys? Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Whatever's hurting you guys, if you've been rejected, you're feeling let down, you're feeling like you need to hold back because a song someone said to you any time in your life, it's time now to go on and crack on with what you want to do. It's time now to stop that thing that's stopping you from going on and doing what you want to do. Maybe you think it's weird, maybe you're worried, maybe your ego's kicking in, whatever it is, tell it to pipe down, show at the front door and go and create your own kind of magic, all right? You've got one shot on this earth, right? Make it count. Mwah.